this is Rachel. Welcome to A Note of Daring, a podcast curious about how we, as humans, navigate the cascade of changes and collisions that shift the arc of our lives and stories. I am delighted you're here. Enjoy the show. Two days after my 14th birthday, during the first basketball game of the season, I tore my ACL in my left knee with a pop and no pain. That was in December. I didn't know it at the time, though, and life went on, but I felt the instability in my knee and eventually got an MRI and then surgery in February, and I was on crutches for six weeks. But this is not about a knee injury and physical recovery. That's all fine, scar and all. This is about the cascade of changes that rippled from this experience. I walked into eighth grade one way, on this one path, and walked out on another. Many ripples are easy to see, even if they aren't obviously connected. I have a scar on my knee now. I made a decision to go to a different school for high school. I restarted dance classes again after stopping during middle school. But other changes were much more powerful and much less visible. They were much more felt, and I didn't even have the language to articulate what was going on until years later. Like the internal switch from trying to fit in to wanting to belong or an almost complete quieting of negative self-talk about myself or my body, just a desire to move and feel comfortable and connected to my body, an increasingly strong sense of self and self-trust, a deepening journal practice where I process all my feelings of excitement, wanting, and hurt on the page. These may not be rippling from this experience, but instead are just a part of growing up. But for me, these experiences and changes circle around my experience with my knee. It is a milestone that marks a before and after, not a clean pivot, but a sliding feeling and a collection of events that, in hindsight, are all connected. One day in February of my senior year of college, I decided to do a 365-day self-portrait project that I found on Flickr. I made the project guidelines my own. A picture after midnight, but before I went to sleep, it counted for that day. My shadow and reflections were also a part of me. This was before camera phones and the word selfie, so I carried a small digital point-and-shoot camera with me for the next year. I used the timer a lot. I only missed two days that year. I had no end game. There was no point. I just wanted to do it, and I didn't really tell anybody about it. This project captured the unknown unfolding of a post-college life. I graduated with no specific plans and basically was making it up as I went along. A year of photos captured adventures and choices, collisions with new people, places, and growth, travel, friends, tears, and reflections, blurry days, and distinct memories. It was the daily story of me moving through graduation to living, working, and exploring D.C., It was the first year I was here. It was me showing myself to me. I'd learned to create and feel mostly within my internal ecosystem. I don't remember it even occurring to me to share with the project publicly, that others might be interested in seeing my work, much less interacting with it. It's so interesting how easy it was for me to commit to doing a year-long project when I had so many unknowns in my life. It was one moment of one day where I had an inkling of an idea, and the next moment I'd made a deeply resounding decision to do it. I never questioned myself about it. And it felt as if it were already done, because it was. Because I never needed to make that choice again all year. 
and I almost never struggled with snapping a picture each day. I was always looking for, or making, a moment of privacy to set up a shot with varying levels of creativity and thought. I've had a couple of feelings like this one, a deeply resounding decision that just shifts my entire world completely and from which there is no return. It might be a single moment of change, or a cascade that has no specific turning point until I'm on the other side of the shift. The point of a podcast is to be heard by people. A podcast is an intimate and portable container that interacts with people as they move through their lives. The point is to connect with people, to share my voice and perspective in a way that creates and inspires change in others or change in myself. And I want that connection, that belonging, that invitation into other people's worlds. And I've been resisting even while wanting it. Because doing this means that people will listen and hear me. It feels vulnerable because it is. I feel that by doing and sharing this podcast, I will be changing my own life in unknown ways. The future me is different from the now me. She always will be, but this path is a choice. And the ripples of this choice are uncertain and full of charge and full of possibility. That is the point, to crack out of my head and share where other people can collide with my creativity and energy. Because energy exchanged is not lost, but is instead cumulative and generative. I want that collision energy. I want that generative energy. This is a collection of notes of daring. What is a note of daring? It is the moment you stop trying to fit in and start wanting to belong. A random choice to do a year-long photography project that anchors a story of growth and graduation. This moment you realize that you do not want to look for another 9-to-5 job and instead want to become self-employed. Or when you are starting a podcast to be more vulnerable and stretch emotionally. It might be a clear single note sounding on a single day in February. Or it might be a collection of seemingly unconnected small decisions and choices that together build energy towards a new thing. Something either anticipated or unexpected that then changes you when you walk out of it on the other side. And then we need to reconcile the transformation with the life we live. That's the fun part, or the hard part. But we can never go back. Notes of daring become the song lines and layers of our lives. Songs have rules, guidelines, agreements, and patterns. So do podcasts and stories and lives. These containers provide structure and familiarity, like a writing prompt, The familiar allows a comfortable entrance into creativity. It opens the door and says, this way in. So, we are less daunted and overwhelmed by the blank page of uncertainty and vulnerability, by the unknown. We play within the lines for a little bit as we navigate the way in, and then we start bending and breaking the norms that don't fit as we learn and grow. So this is the way in and also the way out. Activation energy, for me, often has a long lead-in. Starting takes wanting, work, energy, and support. Doing takes a deeply resounding decision to advance through internal resistance, procrastination, pandemics, distractions, accidental Netflix and reading marathons, and fear. This is my start. And an invitation to join me along the way. An invitation to collide with me. I hope you enjoyed the show and got a new idea, learned something interesting, or maybe just feel connected. If you liked it, I invite you to share the show with one person and take a moment to rate and review it online. 
I'm your host, Rachel Thompson. You can find me online at Rachel B. Daring on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks for listening to a Note of Daring podcast. Until next time.